Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Bill O'Reilly here, Monday, November 28th, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Gavin Newsom says he will not challenge Joe Biden in 24. Record number of people are now carrying guns. Disney's latest woke movie bombs. The white sign language interpreter fired because of the color of his skin settles in court. Also ahead, evil on the gallop in America. But first, California Governor Newsom confirming he will not challenge Joe Biden in 24 if the president chooses to run again. Said Newsom, quote, I've told everyone in the White House I will support Joe Biden. He beat Trump once. He can beat him again. I hope he runs. Let his polls show Mr. Biden in a statistical tie with Donald Trump if the two face off again next time around. The odds of President Biden running again are low. A survey from the American Journal of Public Health finds 6 million Americans now carry a loaded handgun every day. That's up from 3 million in 2015. The report shows many first-time buyers are concerned with rising crime. Just 10 years ago, most adults carried weapons only for hunting or recreation. Today, it's for protection, as it should be. The latest animated movie from Disney bombing, the film called Strange World, cost $180 million to produce. It has made just $20 million so far. Some critics blame the flop on the movie's woke agenda. The plot features a gay teenage romance, a divorce, and a group of scientists saving the planet from climate change. The sign language interpreter fired from Disney's Broadway production of The Lion King for being Caucasian has settled his discrimination case against the theater company. Veteran performer Keith Wan was dismissed from the show earlier this month because, quote, it is no longer appropriate to have white interpreters represent black characters on Broadway or any other production. Of course, that is discrimination. In a moment, bias is evil, and so are many things we see every day. Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices 
higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. I am thinking about evil. Last week, another horrendous mass shooting by a psychopath in Colorado quickly followed by carnage in Virginia. Now, on my program, The No Spin News, I cut through all the gun control noise and defined the real problem, evil. Viewers then wanted me to further define the concept of evil, which is rarely discussed in this country anymore, so here goes. Good and evil is the biblically-based struggle to see who will dominate the world. Good, obviously the creator, evil, Satan. But studying the Bible has been demonized, pardon the pun, in our hyper-secular society. Any kind of religiosity, even if it's not organized religion, can get you labeled in a pejorative way. But in order to understand evil, you have to channel Moses and the Ten Commandments. Uh-oh, a document that instructs folks about what not to do? Can't have that far too judgmental. Most Americans might be able to remember a few commandments, like do not kill or commit adultery, but it gets foggy after that for some secular citizens who far outnumber spiritual Americans. But the commandments which adorn the main chamber of the U.S. Supreme Court are simple. If you intentionally harm another person, that is an evil act. But haven't most of us done that? Yes, we're all sinners. We are often weak. We lie about others bearing false witness. We steal, cheat, and we put our own desires ahead of others even if that hurts them. So most human beings commit evil acts. But it is those who consistently harm people who are truly evil. I put that number about 15% of humanity, based on my experience and historical knowledge. A lot of folks. Of course, few will admit they're evil. There's always an excuse. Here's a vivid example. The drug addict who steals, mugs, sells narcotics in order to get money to get high. These people routinely commit acts of evil. But society has afforded them an out. 
They have a disease. Therefore, the crimes they commit are ignored in many jurisdictions. So the addict or alcoholic is free to live a life of inebriation, harming their children, their families, and countless strangers in pursuit of mind alteration. These people are allowed to run wild while bringing pain and suffering to those they target. It's evil. American public schools need to begin teaching about the struggle between good and evil, which defines the Judeo-Christian philosophy upon which the U.S. Constitution is based. If the kids do not get those lessons, this nation is doomed. In a moment, something you might not know. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 151 years ago today, 1871, a group of men were tried and convicted in South Carolina. Their crime? Conspiring with an illegal organization to subvert the Constitution of the United States. It was the first federal effort to stop violence against black Americans in the South. Here is the story behind the trial of the Ku Klux Klan. After the Civil War, Congress immediately ratified the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments to protect former slaves who were now free. The movement to block blacks from voting then went underground. Founded by a group of Confederate veterans, the KKK grew from a secret fraternity to a paramilitary force. Members terrorized and sometimes killed folks promoting equal rights. To stop the mayhem, Congress passed the Third Force Act. President Ulysses Grant signed the law on April 20th, 1871, it allowed the U.S. Army to march into the South and fight the Klan. The president was granted the power to suspend habeas corpus and detain those accused of perpetuating violence against African Americans. Within days, nine counties in South Carolina were placed under martial law. Thousands were arrested. Beginning in October, the Fourth Federal Circuit Court in Columbia, South Carolina, began prosecuting Klan members. 140 were convicted. By the end of 1872, Northern Republicans adopted a softer approach to the southern states. One year later, President Grant announced a policy of clemency for the Klansmen and withdrew federal troops. In 1882, the U.S. Supreme Court unanimously decided it was unconstitutional for the federal government to use the military to enforce local election laws. That ruling led to horror and to Jim Crow. And here's something else you might not know. It took another 80 years for the feds to completely take down the KKK. 
The organization was mostly destroyed by the FBI under J. Edgar Hoover in the 1960s with the use of undercover agents and wire taps. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.